This episode is all about the superstar vitamin C. Trust me, she is much more than just a skin brightener. And that is what I want to talk to you about today. Vitamin C also has UV damage reversing powers. I know, right? Who knew? This is the most absolute important property to slow down the signs of aging. It's odd to me that this totally rad power of vitamin C isn't being marketed by more of the skincare conglomerates. It seems to me all they care about is her skin brightening effects. If you look at the labels of most of the top selling vitamin C serums and face mists, they seem to be competing for producing the most bright effects. But what if you are just fine with the current brightness of your skin? Then these marketers are telling you to take a pass on their products and on using this essential vitamin, then you'll miss out on her plant power molecular effects. Her effects go far beyond and much more important than just brightening your skin. However, with that said, there's one popular company making vitamin C serum that does give you a hint at what she can do. This exception is the brand SkinCeuticals. Their label does have one small font that says PREVENT on the bottle. But PREVENT what? Oddly, their website only has one phrase about protecting against environmental damage, and then goes on to talk about the skin brightening effects. Hmm, I was hoping they were onto something. Don't get me wrong, vitamin C does do a great job at skin brightening. It does this by slowing down the production of brown in brown spots, otherwise known as melanin production. So yeah, she's great skin brightener. But what I really want to convince you of is that using vitamin C is a must, even if you are not trying to achieve brighter skin. Well, it's only a must if you want to keep your skin as firm, plump, and youthful looking as possible as you can. So let's get to know vitamin C a little bit better. In my last episode, I mentioned that vitamin C behaves like a high maintenance trendy celebrity. And well, she should. We all know that vitamin C is vital for our body. Vitamin C is a vitamin. All vitamins by nature, our definition means our body needs it to survive. We cannot make them ourselves and therefore we must obtain them from the environment. For vitamin C, yeah, oranges come to mind for me too. But fun little fact, Yes, I know I'm full of them. <laughs> Strawberries actually have more vitamin C per gram than oranges. And then there are sweet potatoes. Don't even get me started there. I mean, just bursting with vitamin C. Anyway, in the body, vitamin C supports our immune cells. And that's why we should all get a boost of vitamin C when we're sick. Hang in there, I will circle back to the skin, I promise. I'm just familiarizing you with things you probably already know, and then her skincare powers will make much more sense. You can rush out and get you some vitamin C. So, vitamin C is a supercharger to our cells, especially the immune cell, but also every other cell in our body that ingests vitamin C. The molecule grabs onto damaging free radicals and calms them down. She's like a sponge for environmental damage. Sometimes this damage is self-inflicted in the form of cortisol, which our body releases when we're stressed or injured. Cortisol behaves like a super loud, aggressive coach yelling at you to go faster, which might work during PE class, but leaves you exhausted when it's over. That's where vitamin C comes in and gives your little cellular hug, an energy smoothie, or a cellular boost, helping you recover from that stressful incident by soaking up and neutralizing the free radicals that were produced during the stressor. Vitamin C also plays an important role for eye health, cardiovascular health, and even growth. No, not growing, growing up growth, but as in the growth hormone that we all need to make new cells and replace our worn out ones. So now back to the skin. 
Of course our skin cells need vitamin C for all the same reasons that inside our body does, to neutralize free radicals caused by UV damage, pollution, stress, and to help skincare rebuild and repair themselves. And most importantly for youthful appearance, it supports and maintains collagen. Woohoo! <laughs> and for general health reasons, we also have immune cells embedded in our skin layers that help protect and prevent against infections. And yeah, they need vitamin C too. Lucky for us humans, getting vitamin C from our diet to our skin is something our body evolved to do long ago. So then, as a skincare formulator, you might wonder why am I even talking about this? If our body already takes care of it, easy peasy, then we'll just continue to eat our fruit and veggies. Well, because if you're over 30, then your body is likely not doing a very good job at this anymore. And here's what's happening. Our skin is made up of basically two parts. The inside part that has direct access to our blood and body. Then you have essentially a wall called the stratum corneum. On the outside of this wall are the surface layers of our skin. These layers rely on tiny blood cells, glands, and tubes to get the nutrients from inside the body through the wall and out to the surface layers. Basically a supply convoy for your skin. And vitamin C is no exception. Our body relies on the transportation of vitamin C from inside our body through small vessels that literally pump and dump vitamin C into the spaces between the cells. And then those cells soak it up inside their walls through a process called passive diffusion. Pretty cool, huh? It's almost like how a nice glass of wine gets inside of me. All you have to do is place it near me and I'll gravitate towards it and then just somehow I drink it. <laughs> I can't help myself. Okay now, seriously, as I alluded before, after 30, for some reason, this vitamin C pump and dump process slows way down. Even if you're eating pounds and pounds of strawberries and sweet potatoes, so much of that youthful vitamin C is kept behind the stratum corneum wall. With no convoy to get it to your skin cells that are on the front line of the UV damage, pollution, etc. Not to fear, science is here. <laughs> Remember that our skin cells ingest vitamin C passively? And like me, wine? <laughs> they just need to be near it and then they will swallow it. Well, there are plenty of studies out there that show simply by spraying it on our skin or rubbing it in a serum or lotion will work. Our skin cells will take up plenty of this wonderful plant power molecule and get to work. So now that you see why you should eat a healthy diet for healthy skin, let's talk about some of the vitamin C products out there that will also help maintain that outside skin and keep it plump and firm. If you listened to my last episode, then you know that straight vitamin C concentration of 100 is very acidic and will burn you. So don't go squeezing lemon juice on your face. It is very important that what you are putting on your face is formulated for you. And if you have sensitive skin like me, then you need to be extra cautious when choosing the right product because vitamin C is an acid and tends to be irritating to sensitive skin. First, let's start by talking about concentration. For it to be effective and for enough skin cells to absorb and make a difference, studies have shown that the minimum concentration should at least be 8%. Great, it looks like most companies know that since the typical concentration advertised is usually 10%. On the high end is 20%. Over that, the effectiveness just won't be there for you and you'll be left with more adverse effects and unhappy skin cells. Additionally, usually the higher concentrations, I'd say 15% or higher, can be irritating to most skin types, leaving redness and dryness. 
Another downside to using high concentration vitamin C products is that it can actually sensitize your skin to the sun, which is what it's supposed to be protecting you from in the first place. So 10% concentration is best, 15% tops, depending on how fussy your skin is. I wouldn't bother spending more money on a bigger concentration. Being consistent is much more important than overdosing your skin in vitamin C. Another interesting fact is that the main skincare studies which saw the most benefits, which were skin brightening, reduced appearance of crow's feet, wrinkles, plumper looking skin, had these patients applying vitamin C 10% every eight hours. That's three times a day, people. While that's not super feasible for most of us, morning and night would still go a long way to helping. And scientists have learned that your skin cells can actually build up a little reservoir for vitamin C to use when it needs a little extra, or you forgot a day. Another pro tip in choosing a product that has the correct ingredients is to look for vitamin C's favorite friend molecules. Remember that in the last episode, I mentioned that vitamin C needs a partner to calm her down and to keep her active while waiting in the bottle on the shelf. Well, her best friend for this is vitamin E, or otherwise known as tocopherol, this helps keep her nice and fresh while waiting to be used on your skin. Super stable, and it's good for your skin too. Now, if you really wanna make sure that you're getting the top-notch ingredients in your vitamin C, in addition to vitamin E, if they've included ferulic acid in the formulation as well, then you're really getting an extra boost for your formulation. Ferulic acid is a plant-based antioxidant and it's found in rice, oats, eggplants, and citrus. It helps maintain strong cell walls in these plants, as well as humans, making our skin firmer. But it also gets along and is a great chemical friend of vitamin C. So while vitamin E is helping keep vitamin C calm in the bottle, ferulic acid is super stable and when released onto your skin, studies have shown very promising anti-aging results, especially when studied for UV damage reduction. That means, yeah, ferulic acid can help bend back the hands of time. Bam, mic drop. So, what should not be in your vitamin C serum? Well, first of all, beware of products that also have hyaluronic acid in them. If you haven't listened to my last episode, go do it. Don't buy the ones with hyaluronic acid and vitamin C combined. They just don't work as well. Read the label because almost all the mainstream skincare companies are adding these together. Again, it's not completely bad, but the formula will get weaker and weaker as it sits in your cabinet. By day 30, it will be an inactive. So I don't know about you, but do you always use all of your serums in 30 days or do you kind of like to rotate them? Because beyond 30 days, I promise they're not active anymore if vitamin C and a hyaluronic acid are sitting in there together. So what else should you not combine with vitamin C? Well, pay attention because unlike hyaluronic acid, this one can actually harm you. Retinols. Retinols are a type of vitamin A, so be on the lookout for this ingredient too. Retinols, like hyaluronic acid, like to be higher in pH than vitamin C, so you won't often find them combined, but you need to be really careful if you want to use both of these products. Both products are sensitizing and can take some time for your skin to tolerate them. Retinols tend to be drying, and when you put them with vitamin C onto your skin, it can create a bigger chance for dry skin and even a chemical burn. The same goes for alpha hydroxy acids and beta hydroxy acids. These acids are acidic and prefer acidic formulations. Slathering on too many acidic serums will harm your skin. So if you're trying to double up results by using vitamin C and retinols together or AAHs or BAHs, 
Start slow and separate the application at different times in the day, or even better, just alternate daily. If you're wondering which ones I would recommend, my favorite product is CE Ferulic Acid by SkinCeuticals. It's pricey, it's $166 for a bottle, but it's by far the best formulation I've ever used. Not only does it have the right ingredients at the right concentration, it doesn't leave my skin sticky, which a lot of them will. Stickiness usually comes with vitamin C. It's a little sticky by nature because the molecule is closely shaped like that of sugar. The sticky formulations are uncomfortable for me and I don't like to use them in the morning because then I can't put on my makeup. I tend to use vitamin C only at night because of the stickiness, but CE Ferulic Acid by SkinCeuticals, I can use that twice a day. Some of the other ones that are just a little bit sticky, I find that if you put a moisturizer on afterwards, then you don't even notice it at all. Also, the 10% concentration of the CE Ferulic Acid Serum, it doesn't irritate my fussy skin, and that's really the only one for me. But keep in mind, my skin hates almost everything in the world. If you're looking for something in the lower price point, I love Glossier. They use a lot of wonderful plant-infused products. They also have a vitamin C serum with added magnesium that will help firm up sagging collagen, and their sells for just $28. I've also tried a refreshing vitamin C spray that was lightweight and non-irritating, and it smelled wonderful. It's by Natura Biesse. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. So Natura B-I-E-S-S-E. -S -S -E. Theirs is only $68, and it lasts a long time. My only complaint about their formulation is that they use a couple different parabens to stabilize the product. And if you've seen my YouTube channel, then you know exactly how I feel about parabens. Nope, not for me. So another really good natural spray that only costs $24 is by True Botanicals. It uses a lot of different plant extracts that are known to have large amounts of natural vitamin C. That's the best way to use vitamin C naturally because nature takes care to create already stable forms of the vitamin. I love the spray because it's a lightweight feeling. Maybe it leaves me a little sticky, but once I rub in some moisturizer, I don't notice it. For me, this formula has two slight downsides, but don't be deterred. Just listen and then you can decide if it might be right for you. Is one, they haven't tested their formulation for overall concentration of vitamin C. So we don't know if it's really the 8% concentration we know we need to get for positive results. But they have done a couple photo studies which they post on their website, so I believe that's how they're trying to say that this actually works. Lastly, while I champion for them for not using parabens to stabilize their formulation, they do use ethyl hexyl glycerin, which is much safer. However, ethyl hexyl glycerin as a stabilizer is known to irritate people with sensitive skin. Yep, that's me, and it sure did drive my skin crazy. After the second use, I totally broke out. My husband, on the other hand, he loves it, and he's really happy to continue to use the rest of my bottle with no breakouts, no problems. Plus, his face smells great when I go in for kisses. <laughs> All right, there you have it. Knowledge is power. Go forth and be powerful.